This is Buccaneers Total Access. He's hit, he's crunched, he's clobbered by Gerald McCoy. Wow. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. Your friend on the digital frontier. Now live from Hooters, the original wing joint. Celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. Here's your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. How's everybody doing on this Monday afternoon? We are so excited to be back here at Hooters on Hillsboro, and I am pumped to have Donovan Smith with me. What's up, Donovan? Was this your opening line for everybody else? Um, potentially. I'm pumped to have everybody on, but I feel like I'm really excited because I don't think you and I have ever done anything, just the two of us, that we always have Allie with us. So now this is your time you want to say anything you want about Allie, <laughs> when, that, that he was a terrible roommate back in the day, anything else that bothers okay, you about we'll, him. We'll, we'll get into that a little later. And we'll put it all on Twitter because he doesn't have a Twitter, so we won't ever he know. He won't see it and he won't know. <laughs> That's where everything can go, all of our secrets. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right. I know all of you have tons of questions you want to ask Donovan, tons of ways for you to get those in to us. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app, or you can give us a call, Hillsboro, 813 990 4620, Pinellas, 727 461 4620, and toll free 888 546 4620. Right before you came on, you asked if we could hear you breathing, and I feel like back <laughs> when you and I and Allie had a show, we felt like we could always hear someone breathing, and we didn't know who it was. Now but it, was it must be Allie because I hear nothing. Exactly. So this is how we have found out. The true answer is that he he was the the loud breather on that radio show. Because we would really hear like heavy breathing, like, like Darth Vader style, panting. Yeah, like, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, it's not me, it's not me." But and now we know exactly. the truth has come out. See, this is all. See, aren't you already start, glad you we, came we, on we, here? We're gonna start tallying these up. <laughs> That's, we're not gonna end up talking about anything other than just getting Allie in trouble for things. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So first, let's uh, get into that game from yesterday. I know for you, this was basically getting to play in your home stadium, yeah. being from New York. I know the outcome wasn't what you wanted, but was mm-hmm. it cool to get to play at home? Oh yeah, it was real cool. Um, you know, to be able to get back up there. I think this is my f- second time playing in MetLife. I played there, obviously Penn State, um, first Syracuse, but uh, you know, it was my first time. We played the Jets here. We played the Giants here. I think three years in a row mm-hmm. or something like that. So to be able to get back and have, you know, my family come to the game and everything, you know, it was huge. How many people did you get to have come watch you? Not 50 like Allie, but um, <laughs> uh, it was about 20. That's awesome. Yeah. And you get to do it against a fellow Penn Stater, yeah. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And in general, there were a lot of Penn Staters out on that field yesterday. Six of us total. That's incredible. Did you swap You swap jerseys with someone? After yeah, yeah, I swapped jerseys with uh, Saquon, but um, – Stupar has to send me his, and then uh, Grant Hanley has to send me his as well. So that's awesome. Saquon and, and and Chris had a little, you know, deal before the game where that's why they had two jerseys. So they wore one half and then switched it in halftime. And oh, that's so cool. They had an extra jersey, but I took the one off Saquon. <laughs> You're like, give me that right now. Yeah, I said, give me that. That's <laughs> awesome. All right, we got our first caller on the line, Mark from Tampa. What's up, Mark? Hey, how y'all doing today? Wonderful. I want to let Donovan know that I've been watching him, you know, as a Buccaneer fan. And I want to say that I think he turned the corner. I'm not sure when. He's always been good. But I think when I noticed him being very good and great, I think the play when he made that block for Jameis a couple years ago in the Chicago game, that uh, Jameis was in big trouble down by the end zone. And Jameis threw a big pass to Mike Evans by midfield. Great play. But, uh, yeah, Donovan's great. Glad it's on the team. Just wanted to give him my two cents worth. I appreciate it, Mark. Look at that. You got the fans out there. Everybody loves them some Donovan. We got our next caller on the line, James from Largo. Hey there, James. Hey, uh, good to talk to you guys again. Uh, Donovan has, has always been. It's a 
great opportunity to speak to you. I appreciate you guys doing this forum. Hey, uh, I, I just got a quick question for you, Donovan. Actually, two, if I could. Number one, you know, when you have games like last week where the defense seemed to play pretty well um, and, and, you know, hold the Redskins at 16 and then the offense kind of, you know, sputters out, and then we had a different type of game this week with a pretty good amount of scoring here. Can you just kind of take us through, you know, your, you yourself and kind of just how you get through some of those frustrations that, that happen? Because obviously they're there. Um, you know, with this, and, and it's been kind of unfortunate, obviously. None of the fans want to see it go like this. And then I always ask the new guy a fun question as well with this. So uh, my fun question for you, uh, what is your one must-have dessert? Uh, out of any dessert you could possibly have, what's your one must-have? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, guys. Okay, so we'll we'll start with the dessert part. <laughs> of course we will. <laughs> um, I love soft-baked chocolate chip cookies, so the quickest way to my heart is soft-baked chocolate chip cookies. And then to answer your other question, um, honestly, you could just you just got to control what you could control. Um, you know, you're one of 11 guys on the field at a time um, for your team, so you really just got to make sure that you're doing your job and just try to stay focused because no, regardless of how many points you put up or – how pretty it may look on TV. There's always ups and downs um, in a game, whether that be, you know, bad technique, Mr. Simons, or stuff like that, you know, to, like, the general public that you won't see or understand. But to us, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's like a mess-up or something. But you just got to make sure that you control what you could control and do what you could do and honestly just stay as level-headed as possible. That's why, like, you know, a lot of guys give me crap because I'm kind of like a – nonchalant zoned out really don't show too much emotion you know type deal but you know you just got to be able to just maintain that I guess you say sanity yeah that's very true <laughs> you know and sometimes i mean it, it is bad if you get your um, let your emotions get the best of you right. that it is a very physical and emotional sport so for you that's that's the way you've been able to handle it is by uh, just kind of keeping this as oh yeah absolutely i got a i got a temper so and my brothers and sisters would tell you but you know i just found a way i'm just sit there just relax and never get too high never get too low and then just you know keep rolling and i mean you have to be able to they always talk about mentally that the offensive line is definitely a tough position Mm -hmm. and that you guys have to all be on the same page is that part of it as well as that you have you have a lot you got to be thinking about uh it's a lot that goes into playing offensive line i really don't think a lot of people understand just from going to I think outside of quarterback for the offense, the offensive line pretty much has to know what everyone is doing um, because it's not like you can just sit there and learn your little triangle, you know, okay, what do I do with a guy across from me, this, down the third. You have to pretty much know everything, formations, um, what plays are running, you know, that way because we have to ID who we work into <laughs> based off of that, you know what I'm saying? So we have to know if we got trips right trips left and all this other stuff so that way we can set you know our uh our plays and you know it's, it's a lot that goes into it we're talking to offensive lineman donovan smith what is this something that you would want people to know and that you think would make people better at evaluating offensive line because i know everyone always you know fans oh, we yeah. love to give our opinions right so <laughs> uh what are things that you could tell fans to watch for that would help them understand more about how an o-line is playing i really don't think that you can you have to really be into watching an offensive lineman play. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's – because there's certain times that you it'll look like, oh, they're getting pressure or something like that. But there's different tools and techniques that we have, you know what I'm saying, for, you know, whether it be tackle, guard, center, 
you know, to go against the defender because not only do you have to protect for someone and or open up a lane for someone else, you still have to read and adjust and react to what the defense is doing as well. So, you know, it's just certain, certain things that you just – I don't know. <laughs> it's impossible for everyone to see. So that's always a good thing to keep in mind, that just because it looks like a certain person got beat, yeah, and it, it may it, not even be their and, fault necessarily. It, absolutely not. It could be something to where, you know, like I said, defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators, you scheme it up perfectly to, you know, you got us working one way, and then they bring in a defense, you know, mm-hmm. another way. And that's or another have, lineman was supposed to help you with exactly something and didn't, yeah come back and you know like I said it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff that goes yeah, into yeah it's similar it. to when people always say like if you know that there's an interception sometimes you don't know if it was on the wide receiver or the quarterback right. that that's the, another thing yeah those you, fans don't that know. is that is another thing so a lot of people sit there and they look at interceptions if you look at if you look at the the quarterback receiver position and if you were able to just time it up the quarterback's nine times out of ten throwing the ball but for the receiver even you know what I'm saying they're throwing mm-hmm. it to a spot you know what I'm saying? So that's why they say it's a matter of, you know, a game of inches. So you can be off a foot, an inch, or whatever, and it'll throw everything off. And then there's communication and stuff that goes into it as well. That's true. And uh, the running game for you guys definitely yeah. uh, was clicking better yesterday. Peyton Barber career day for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, was averaging almost six yards a carry, which I know is definitely uh, – what y'all have a specific goal for that, don't you? Yeah, 125 uh, a game is our rushing goal. But, uh, yeah, Peyton did have a, a big game. You know, that's that's him. You know, it's expected. He's a bigger back. And, you know, when he hits the hole, it's – I'm taking. I'm putting my money on on on, yeah. <laughs> on him, you know, over a, a safety or a corner. So when I imagine that fires you guys up to block for him, knowing yeah. that he's not necessarily just going to go down with the first contact. That if you get him a hole, he's going for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's you know that's the good thing about it because anytime you could turn a six yard run, three yard run to a ten yard run, twelve yard run, fifteen yard run, just from you know. Yards after contact is, is huge because then it, it helps us and gets us fired up because we see it like yeah. <laughs> you fighting for every, you know, bit of yard and, all right, let's go. Let's yeah. go get some more then. You know what I'm saying? So. And speaking of the running game, we talked a little bit about the fact that you knew Saquon Barkley from Penn State. Yeah. Uh, did you expect him to be as good as he seems to be in the NFL? How much did you know him, know his game, and, and what were your thoughts on him coming in the league? So to be completely honest, um, you know, just going through college and everything, I, I, and it's it's kind of bad. I always say like, I don't think that they'll be able to do that in the NFL just because it's the highest level of competition. Just because you know, being in college, there's such a a, a talent differential, you know, between you know teams and stuff like that. So I'm not gonna lie. I was like, ah, I don't know. And, <laughs> and then it happened. <laughs> and then it happened. So, but yeah, no, he he's special, man. He's to be that big, to be able to cut like that, uh, catch. You know, he does it all, honestly. So that's true. And he he talked about how he how much he looked up to Chris Godwin right. when he was at Penn State and the way Chris carries himself. And uh, just tell us a little bit about your fellow Penn Staters on the team yeah. and, and how you, what you knew about them. Same thing before they came into the league and now. I mean, just look at us. We're great. <laughs> And humble. We're great. <laughs> they breed such humble players there. Yeah, no, he's – Chris Chris is, like, the mark of a man, that's, that's him. The standard, like, Chris Godwin. He's absolutely perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we got a man crush here, don't we? I love it. He's absolutely perfect. No, he's just, you know, very humble guy, 
don't let that fool you because, you know, he can talk the talk as well. Really? Exactly. That's what's surprising about He's him. He's so quiet and so yes. unassuming. You're telling me he trash talks. Yes, he does in the nicest way. I feel way. like it is like, I'm going to beat you, sir. Right, <laughs> like in the <laughs> nicest way. You don't want to do that. <laughs> You're not ready. Like, oh, you, you feel me? But like, that's almost worse. Exactly. So, but yeah, no, he, 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 he's a great guy. And then, you know, actually that's a great guy to look up to, you know, going into that locker room. He was one of the older guys in there and everything. So yeah, Chris is the man. That's pretty awesome. And then who else do we have from Penn State on the team? Carl Nassib, right? Carl Nassib. Crazy Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like the three of you guys could not be more different of you and Chris and Carl in terms of personality wise. We got yeah. all of the spectrums. The fact that you guys all went to Penn State is pretty yeah, great. I'm the, I'm the one who joke around too much and like to have fun. Chris is the laid back, chill, you know what like I'm saying? Grandpa. I don't say too much. <laughs> Carl is the guy who just has random outbursts of just whatever is on his mind <laughs> and freaking tempers and then just blacks out during the day of <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to be right now, <laughs> if I'm going to be nice, and then he'll smile at you while cursing you out like – I don't know. That's he's, awesome. He's very moody. That's amazing. I feel like in some ways that's kind of great for a defensive end. Just go off, man. Just, just yeah, yeah. Just go, go blow off, off that steam. That's exactly. pretty awesome. All right, we still have plenty of time here with Donovan Smith. Tons of time for you to get your questions for him in. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter. The more section of the Bucks app, or give us a call. Hillsboro eight one three nine nine zero forty six twty. Pinellas seven two seven four six one forty six twenty. And toll free eight eight eight. 546-4620. We'll have more from Hooters on Hillsborough on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. Happy Monday. We have Donovan Smith here with us live from Hooters on Hillsborough. We're here every Monday from 5 to 6. Come check us out. You can take some photos, get some autographs, hang out with a different player every single week. Uh, I'm excited to ask you about something that happened in the game yesterday. Olivier Vernon, three straight penalties that I am saying, I'm just going to say you caused them. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I'm letting you take full credit for essentially 25 yards of offense. Am I allowed to talk about that? I don't know. That's a question for you. Why would you not be allowed to talk about it? I don't know. Uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't. Come on, take credit, man. Say that you did something to make him do that. <laughs> no, I didn't do anything. Was that? Have you ever been involved in a situation like that where someone just three straight times gets he, a penalty he, like that? He was nervous. He, was, that's, he he took one look at you and was like, "I don't, he, I don't want none of this." He was just trying to get a jump on me. He couldn't. No, I really don't know. Uh, I think it was our cadence. Um, actually, it was our cadence. Yeah, just simply off our cadence. That's awesome. Hey, that's what you get for being smart. Look at that. So was that – did y'all do something different? I mean, I, I don't want to give away yeah, any no, trade we secrets just have, here. But. We have different different counts um, that we go on that we, you know, pretty much get the, get the count leaving the huddle. And uh, That particular one did the trick. Three straight plays of the same play, of the same cadence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it three? I thought it was just two. It was three. Was it? It oh. was 25 yards worth. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty great. I was going to give you credit for all 25 yards, but that's fine. You, yeah, you decided no, to be humble with it. Somebody said I was flickering my hand. I'm like, I move my hand all the time because I'm trying to get feeling back in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was – I actually wanted to ask you about playing. That was the first game that you all played this year in A cold, cold yeah. temperature. I imagine most O-linemen prefer cold to hot. Is that fair? For breathing purposes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but then I was thinking that has to be hard because so much of what y'all do is with your hands. Everything hurts so much more. 
it's the worst. Know, your, your hands are numb, and you're going to punch a guy who's wearing hard plastic pads, you know, who's running at you. So Sounds fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fingers getting caught in helmets and all that good stuff. I got a nice little boo-boo. A boo-boo? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have a boo-boo. I want, every, I want the record to show there is a boo-boo. Uh, I also feel like so many former either linemen or receivers end up with fingers that are just all jacked up. Yours seem to be in, in fairly decent shape after. No, i got a couple of dislocated a, fingers. Um, oh. Crooked. This one's crooked. Oh, yeah, that one is starting to get crooked. It's just like My inevitable. My don't stretch out all the way. Oh, look at that. Man. Yeah, it's just all messed up. A little up. more than three and a half years, and that's Whoever it. Whoever my future wife is going to be going to love holding <laughs> my hands. It's going to be stuck She's like, like wait, this. I'm only holding three fingers. Where exactly. did the other one go? It's going to be stuck. <laughs> uh, so does that affect the way that you feel like you can do your job when it is cold and you, and you can't feel your hands? No, does it change anything? You, you, you have the adrenaline and everything going, and then a uh, little cheat code. We have heated benches and stuff on the sidelines. So. Which is marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so we we knew the the quarterback switch happened again uh, in the middle of this game. For you guys as offensive linemen, mm-hmm. how much does it affect you? Who is back there in general? Um, it doesn't really. Uh, the only I guess that I can say um, as an offensive line is if you're going from let's just say uh, Tom Brady, who doesn't move around a lot, to a Deshaun Watson or something like that. Uh, you just kind of got to know, you know, how they how they drop. And it's the same thing for quarterbacks. You know how your linemen set. So that's how you – pocket presence, you know, that's how they uh, get that. So I feel like each time that you guys have made a switch at quarterback, then it's, it's led to this spark and, for the mm-hmm. most part, a comeback. And it was incredible how much this game mirrored Cincinnati, even almost down oh, to yeah. the point. Yeah. But it was a different – it went from one quarterback to the other. It was different. So. Yeah. Does it really more say that this team has somehow just needed a spark mid-game? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we know what we got to do as a team. So, obviously, it didn't start out the way we wanted it to be. And then, you know, we went in halftime and, you know, had our little conversations and adjustments and stuff. And, you know, at that point, it's either you're going to roll over or you dig deep and, and fight and, you know, that's why I love the locker room that we have because no matter what, we're going to always fight. So um, that's pretty much what it turns out to be, honestly. Well, and that's what I think is so impressive, that you guys haven't rolled over, that all no. these games, as much as you'll be down, mm-hmm. you guys always have, have fought, clawed your way back. And I feel like that's got to speak right. highly of you guys in that locker room and what this team could do if you're able to fix some of those issues that are leading to you guys getting behind. It just yeah. shows how incredible yeah, that will be. Yeah, that's the thing. We have to stop beating ourselves early. Um you know, like I said, it's, it's the NFL. You get paid all across the board. So, you know, you got good versus good, 65 to 100 plays a game. And, you know, people going to make plays. People going to get beat and, and stuff like that. But you just, you just got to keep going. And, you know, we have to, as a team, have to figure out how to not get behind the eight ball. You know what I'm saying? Because no, no way, shape, or form should, you know, any team be able to, to, to hang with us in terms of, you know, what we do and the offense that we have and the guys that we have and, you know, both sides of the ball. So, you know, after we stop beating ourselves, you know, uh, this is how it's going to be. So, How about the red zone for the offense that I know at the Redskins game that was pretty much the defining factor that right. you know, the turnovers and they were happening in the red zone mostly. Uh, this game you guys converted – more in the red zone, but there were still some red zone turnovers. What is it about 
the red zone for you guys this year? What have you done well? What have you not done well? How did, how did you guys make some of those improvements? Um, thing we've been doing well is actually just scoring touchdowns in the red zone. Honestly, uh, I think going into last year, I think we was one of the worst teams uh, with red zone points. So, you know, we made it a big, big emphasis this year on scoring points in the red zone. So, you know, like I said, we have to cut down the, the turnovers and stuff in general, regardless in the red zone or not. Because, um, you know, like I said, if you that's pretty much essentially beating yourself. Yeah. So you have to stop beating yourself. And, you know, anytime you get seven over three or six over three and in, 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 in the red zone, it's huge because, you know, close games like we fall into mm-hmm. uh, a lot, you know, it wouldn't be a close game. So. Uh, one of the scores in the red zone it was when Jameis fumbled and then Mike Evans jumped on it. <laughs> exactly like you drew it up, right? That was the game plan all along. <laughs> I will tell you this, Ryan Jensen comes to the bench and he's like, dang, he stole my touchdown. I, I was going to ask, that was my next question. Hey, is, because listen, it is a absolute like fantasy for offensive linemen to score a touchdown. No matter how let, it comes. Let alone if it's peewee, middle school, high school, college, any level of football, it's like, as offensive lineman, if you score a touchdown, it's like, you the man. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you the man. So, you know, it just so happened that he fumbled forward, and then Mike Evans was there. Mike stole it from him. And Ryan Jensen was there. I'm not going to lie. If you had asked me in a battle between Mike Evans and Ryan, and Jensen, Ryan Jensen, who would who win? win? Exactly. I'd have picked Ryan. Uh, that's just the set of skills, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to think about it. Mike Evans, what does he do? He catch balls for a living. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He has to fight through db's hands and stuff like that for a living so don't underestimate the strength of that you know, skill set these little those dudes, receiver gloves these too little, little dudes those not receiver really, sticky gloves exactly they're that's, not even sticky that's the sad part they're not well i mean they feel they're it's better than not having them and on. then if they get wet oh, oh that's true man. so were you sad that ryan didn't get that moment or would you have been jealous that it wasn't you? You want know, I actually was just happy that we, we scored. Yeah, you're like, I don't care who got it. I didn't it. care who got it, you know. But, I didn't know uh, if you big men were, were rooting for a fellow big man touchdown. Oh, absolutely. If, if, if anybody over 315 pounds or 300 pounds can score a touchdown, I'm all for it. It's a, that's what you consider big man touchdown is over 300? Over 300. And 290. There's a cut. Well, actually, I don't it's think starting to get lower. I honestly don't think that there's any offensive lineman under 290 that's playing right now. Honestly, so that's so. Do you? Con- I could be wrong though. Do you consider it a big man touchdown if it's a defensive lineman if they get Absolutely. something? Okay, same thing. Yeah, defensive um, lineman, Gerald McCoy, yeah. JPP, any of them. Yeah, that all counts. If you score a touchdown, what are you doing? I don't know. We're taking a 15 yard penalty though. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> it's just worth it. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling coach if if I'm scoring, we're taking a 15 yard penalty. Well, I, well, I'm jumping in the crowd or, or I'm doing something. Do you feel like if there was a play run for you, what are your? How likely do you feel like you are that you would make it? 120 uh, <laughs> percent. What do you think? That for sure. No, That's you're <laughs> selling me short. <laughs> I just remember that Joe Holly. Had a few thrown his way when they were, I think, in Atlanta. And he didn't capitalize didn't, on it. Didn't but get I it. will tell you one guy who did capitalize on it, Leonard Wester. Yep, that's true. You feel me? And I was so excited for him. Did he celebrate? What did he do? I don't remember. No, he said, bro, I didn't know what to do, so I just threw my arms up. Literally, that's what he said. That's great. 
And I was so happy for him. That's awesome. I think there's a clip of me, like, throwing water on him from uh, <laughs> the water bottle. I'm serious. I don't know if – I don't know how – that doesn't sound like a celebration, but I'm sure he appreciated it. Yeah, this was it. after we got on the sideline. Okay, we still had to like kick a, we still had to kick a field goal, so – That's amazing. The clock was ticking down, so we had to go. That's great. Um, we had a question from the Bucks app from Kyle who said, uh, a contract year is always big for players. Do you feel any added pressure knowing that this is that year versus your first few years? Um. If you want to be technical, you're playing for your next contract in all years. But uh, I don't think that is added pressure. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely a, a, a hint, you know, in terms of having it in, in the back of your head. But you have to go out there and, and just do what you got to do. Uh, because sometimes <laughs> some guys, you know, you think too much and you end up playing your way out of getting what you're potentially able to get. So, you know, you just... Obviously, I would be lying if I sit there and say I don't think about it or thought about it. But nine times out of ten, I'm, you know, just going out there, going about my day and letting my agent and who all of them other people, you know, y'all handle all of that. Yeah. <laughs> just let me focus I'm going to play football. This. Exactly. So. That's great. Uh, what are your game day routines oh, like? Man. Are you – do you consider yourself You really want to know? Okay. So I wake up, right? probably about five o'clock in the morning because i can't sleep for some reason and i try to go to sleep at like one o'clock in the morning just to you know be able wow. to be like okay i can sleep till 8 30 i'm always up so i'll get up i'll listen to some music um then i'll go take a shower literally go eat breakfast at the hotel if it's a home game, I'm driving home to go figure out what I'm aware because, you know, they take little pictures of us, you know, <laughs> walking in. So, and, you know, we really – I'm always in shorts and a T-shirt. So anytime you get to throw in jeans or something, you're like, okay, let me look good for this picture for <laughs> 10 minutes, you know. Yeah. So I go figure out, figure out what I'm aware, get that, take another shower. Then I get to the stadium. And then depending on uh, how I feel getting to the stadium, I might take another shower. And then uh, I go in the training room, I say what's up to everybody, and then I just get through my regular routine, hot packs on the knees because I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, I drink my Gatorades and Gator Lights and everything, make sure I'm hydrated. And then um, <clears throat> I get a nice little stretch. I go see the chiropractor. Um, I ride the bike for about 10 minutes. Then I just start getting dressed, Literally. The chiropractor, that's interesting, right before a game? Loosen you up, you know, yeah. your, your, your back, you know, and your little joints or whatever, you know. Like yeah. you said, you're getting old. Little tweaks here and there, you know, yeah, you're a little tight hair. You you're all of what, like 25? I did just turn 25, yes. It's ridiculous. Although football age is like dog years. I know, I got a couple of gray hairs oh in the gosh, beard. Oh wow. And everything, you know. Ancient. Uh, the th let's revisit the three showers. Yeah, so that is ridiculous. Okay, people a lot a lot of people say, "Yo, why you wear long sleeves out here? It's like a hundred degrees." My theory: I don't like touching other men sweating. <laughs> you feel me? And then <clears throat> they got cooties. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just don't like that. I just don't. And then um, for me, it it it, it helped. You know, in terms of keeping cool honestly so but so, but that the, because okay the three showers come from okay you wake up tampa is not cool so no. walking to your car you sweating so then when you sweating you like damn i probably stink or something so then it's like okay i'm gonna go take another shower 
then you get dressed and then you walking from your car to the locker room, you got to shower again. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah, it's just how I do it. And then clean sweat. That's just how I look at it. Clean sweat is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. We've had this discussion before. I think it's, I think it's absurd. The science, I think, will back me up at some point. All right, we're about the halfway point here with Donovan Smith. Still plenty of time for you to get your questions in for him. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app, or you can give us a call. Hillsborough, 813-990-4620. Pinellas, 727-461-4620. And toll-free, 888-546-4620. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access continues, brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Bucks team reporter, Casey Phillips. What's up, Bucks fans? Thanks again for being with us. We are here live from Hooters on Hillsboro with Donovan Coleslaw-Smith. Oh, chill out. <laughs> we got say all that. these people in here. I don't need to hear that. They, they all need to hear it. I'm going to say that on every platform I am given. It's actually Damn. why I try to get more platforms just to be able to tell everyone that you were called Coleslaw. Oh, God. And it's not even as cool a story as I'd hoped. It's just because your middle name's Cole. But I'm, in my mind, it's like. What, what would be the funny. Something about you eating like a thousand pounds of coleslaw. Like I that's... don't even like coleslaw. That's the thing. It's because they called it you coleslaw, huh? No, I just didn't like. I never liked. I see. I'm a weird eater. <laughs> I won't eat cheese unless it's melted. Seriously. <laughs> like. Not gonna lie. I did not take you for a picky eater. That's it. And a lot of people say that. <laughs> Offensive linemen, I tend to not think hey. are that picky. All right, we're we're gonna get to a call real quick, and then I want to hear more of these weird food things. We got Pete in Pinellas Park. What's up, Pete? Hi, Casey. How are you doing? Wonderful. How about yourself? Oh, not bad. I I do want to say something about you. I want to talk to Donovan, too, but I want to tell you how much I appreciate what you do. And I know someday we'll probably lose you to a better better job, but I don't want to lose you. Well, thank you, Pete. I appreciate that. And don't worry, I'm not going anywhere for quite okay, some Pete. time. But I appreciate that very much. Pete, I, d- Pete hey, did Donovan. I pay you to say this? <laughs> Donovan? What's going on, Pete? Not much, buddy. I want to tell you I've got faith in you. I know how difficult your job is. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. And I miss having Allie on with you, too. Oh, well, too bad. He can't be here right now. <laughs> this is the Donovan it's Hour. It's all you know? about me. <laughs> I know it's all about you. And, and you have a very extremely difficult job, and I think too many people, too many of your fans are... are Buck fans are critical of you, and I disagree because it's just, it's a hard job. Yeah, it comes with the territory. It's hard. And, and uh, keep up the good work, buddy, and stay with us too, okay? For sure, for sure, hopefully. <laughs> awesome. Pete might be my new favorite caller. Look there at that. Go. Just, just Shoot shower in shot. the love Shoot your on shot, both of us. <laughs> Shoot your shot. That's awesome. Okay, uh, back to you being a weird eater. I would like to hear more of these things. You don't eat cheese unless it's melted. Right. What else? Um, if it looks a weird way, I won't eat it. I'm serious. <laughs> Judging it by its I eat coleslaw. I won't eat it. I just don't like the way it looks. <laughs> uh, anything, I'm trying to think. It was something else. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, if something has, like, sequence to it, like, holes or something like that to it, like, I won't eat it. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It, 
It creeps me out. That's so funny. I love this. <laughs> this is great. Uh, so he brought up uh, Allie not being here. I want to hear your thoughts on what it's like to play next to Allie now, because you guys didn't get to do that at the right. beginning of, of your careers together. You did everything else together yeah, at the beginning, but not it's, that. It's pretty cool playing next to Allie. I mean, um, just to be able to come in together. Actually, we've been playing with each other since the senior ball, so it's kind of like he got a feel for me. I got a feel for him, even though he – cheated on me the last couple of years he went from right guard to you know center and everything but um it's pretty cool you know it's very minimal conversation other than when I get cursed out for being too aggressive and I accidentally hit him (laughs) block the other team not Allie yeah he cursed me out yesterday but um (laughs) yeah no it's 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 pretty cool playing next to him you know we got a good feel for each other and you know Hopefully we get to keep this thing going. That's awesome. We got another caller on the line, Ann from St. Pete. Hey there, Ann. Hi, Donovan. How you doing? I'm, I'm so proud of the offensive line this year. You guys have done such a good job. And I noticed the change from last year, and you guys definitely have more offensive weapons. Um, what do you think the big change is? And, by the way, you and I share the same birthday. Do we? June 23rd? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hey, my twin. But I'm old enough to be your mom, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to tell nobody that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm proud. I'm proud of the grays and the wrinkles, yeah. so. Yeah, but no, yeah, just as an offensive line, we just, you know, we made it a, a, a emphasis this year to, to establish what we want to be and how we want to go out there and play and what we want to put on the film. So definitely adding, you know, Ryan Jensen to the mix and, and – you know, moving pieces around and everything to help us out, you know, it was huge. So, you know, we just we just going to keep plugging away and doing what we got to do. Um, honestly, I'm actually trying to think. I think we, in my opinion, are one of the top offensive linemen in, in the league, uh, just all around. So, uh, you know, that's that's just credit to, to, to Coach Warhop and, and everybody uh, at the facility and, getting us and putting us in the right positions. So you talked about getting to play next to Allie. Overall, what about the off-the-field stuff, you and Allie? How's your relationship changed over the years? What's that been like? You went from being roommates and basically attached at the hip. Slowly. I think I'm, like, I'm, like, working backwards. Everybody else, like, so, like, I kind of, like, had a girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? And then (laughs) Allie was single, and then now it's, like, I'm single, and then now he has a girlfriend, so then it's, like, I He's mean, a little busy for you. Is that what I'm hearing? He's yeah. got a girl. Hey, what you doing? Uh, I'm chilling with the lady. <laughs> and I'm like, dang. You, you used to be that person for Allie. Yes. And then he, and then he replaced you. Hey, good replacement. <laughs> good save there in case she's good, listening. Good replacement. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, are you guys still uh, – what, what, what is the dynamic like? When you're at the facility, when you guys are hanging yeah. out, is it like a brotherly thing? Is it like what? What? How would you describe it? Always, um, just I don't think there's ever been a time where Allie's been mad at me or I've been mad at him. <sighs> you changed your mind mid sentence. That I can say I can't say on the radio, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's just you know, just like to joke around, have fun, you know, just small talk. Uh, lockers right next to each other. He, give me music requests because <laughs> I got the speaker in my locker. Um, but, yeah, that's about it, honestly. It's just your typical. Just imagine you and your best friend having a time in your life and then just every day, though. 
every day. You get to work together and everything. Because <laughs> i got to see them every day. You're forced to. You might as well get along. Exactly. It's going to be sitting there. I just love you're both from New York, both O-linemen, and then that's where the similarities seem to end. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> no. He likes he likes some reggae music. Uh, um, he likes some other music that I, that I have. Uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more that we have in common. I just can't think off the top of the head. Do you miss rooming with him on the road? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a little evil laugh. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we might have the Pinocchio situation happening no, right now. No, I do. Sometimes, you know, when you're sitting in, it, it gets lonely when you're in a room by yourself because then it's like, do I watch TV, you know, I watch a movie, or I, over my game plan for the millionth time like what do i do i don't want to talk to nobody so like so you just miss those conversations that's that's so great that's very <laughs> touching and adorable all right we got our next caller on the line paul what's up paul hey donovan how are you i'm good how are you i wanted to ask you and some teams have a some teams have a have a guy in the locker room who kind of controls the the locker room and controls the players and gets on players about different things, how they play. I don't know if anybody has, does that for the Bucks. I mean, when I watched the game on Sunday, uh, it looked like, uh, I don't want to pick on anybody in particular, but Deshaun Jackson in the last play, it seemed like he gave up on the play without fighting for the ball. He did the same thing when Fitzpatrick threw it up in the end zone, too. It looked like he just quit on the place to me. He didn't run it hard either time. I don't know if you guys have an issue with that or someone says something. Let's just hang up and I'll listen to the answer. Okay. <laughs> well, to answer your question, there's never a time on that field where a player has given up. And if you have given up, we seek it out. And I'm pretty sure that the coaches or somebody will make it to where you don't get on that field. I don't think that anybody who's not going to go out there and give their 110% effort is going to step on that field, honestly. I don't care who you are. So, um, <clears throat> obviously, there's, you know, to certain things that it, it may look like, you know, to, to you guys, but being in the facility and in the locker room and in the meeting rooms and everything, I can tell you that I <laughs> didn't give up. That's awesome. And speaking of effort, uh, you are still rocking that Iron Man streak. Am I? Am, am I? <clears throat> yeah, acting like you don't know about this. Uh, how much does this mean to you and, and even yeah. to your team? What, what are the reactions that people have given you to this? And I mean, is this something that you really do take pride in? Honestly, y'all, y'all know it more than me. <laughs> what number is this for me, Casey? Oh, heck, I don't know. So let's do the math. 16 times 3 oh, is what? Oh, boy. Uh, 48. Okay. Is that accurate? I just did that real what, fast. What? Uh, and then we've played 10 now this year. Have we? Yeah. Through? Yeah, you're making me question everything, but I think so. <laughs> What's our record? This is more math than I've done in years, by the way. This is why I decided to be a reporter, so I wouldn't have to do math. 58. See, yeah, okay. so it's, it's, it's 58, and then going into 59. There you go. That's how many you played. Yikes. That's a lot of football. That's a lot of football. That's a lot of football. And we're talking like 1,000-plus plays a season. That's pretty crazy. And then hundreds of thousands of reps at practice. So what, why are you able to have this kind of streak? What do you think it is about you that keeps you out there game after game? Um, honestly, it's a mentality thing. For me to sit here and say that I'm 100% healthy, I'd be lying. 
Um, and that's everybody, you know, throughout the league. You know, as the, as the year goes on, you know, you get wear and tear on your body and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just about the, the, the mental toughness and being able to fight through, you know, certain pain and stuff like that. Um, and then it just, you know, I've been through a lot through college, so kind of prepped me for it <laughs> being out for football for a certain amount of time kind of made me crazy so I said I'm a, you know unless I absolutely can't do it then I'm gonna be out there and I know uh you, you go through a lot this year at practice especially going against uh JPP <laughs> I imagine that that has been uh an interesting addition to practice for you yeah no it's great um actually it's, it's actually that's a reason why our offensive line is doing so good to be able to go against, you know, Gerald McCoy, JPP, Vinnie Curry, Bo Allen, you know, all of them guys calling ass up every day. You know what I'm saying? Not taking anything from anybody else on any other team but the defensive line. But those are some high-level guys, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you pretty much battling every rep at practice. And, uh, you know, it only makes us – you know, that much better. It makes it that much easier come game day for the offensive line and stuff like that. Were you pretty pumped for him getting those sacks against the Giants? Oh, absolutely. I wanted him to have like four or five. <laughs> oh, my God. For my own selfish reasons and then, <laughs> yeah, for him, you know, just be able to get back, you know, his like he said, his backyard and doing what he got to do and get, what, four sacks. You know, leave the game with four sacks. Why not? Why not? I imagine it also has to make you feel good when – you see him do so well against other linemen right. that if, say, he were to beat you in practice, that then you watch him in pra- like in games and be like, oh, okay, well, yep, he's he's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, I know, what he, I know what he's capable of. He beats me, I beat him. You know, we get after it. I make him better, he make me better because we, I, believe it or not, we, we talk just as much to the defensive line as we talk to the offensive line because, you know, be able to get the perspective from them on how, you know, guys want to rush you and their plan and stuff like that. Because nine times out of ten, you go into the game with a plan. So, uh, you know, it, it just helps us out. Why, why is he so good? JPP? Yeah. He's Gumby. <laughs> He's about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Long arms. They might be longer than mine. I got some long arms. Um... And then he's just, like, he covers ground quick. He's shifty and slippery. You know what I'm saying? Like, I pack a good punch. (laughs) And if I unload on you, you feel me, and actually get my hands on you, like, you're going to go somewhere. Him, it's just like an absorb. He just absorbs it and just keeps going. And I'm, like, looking at this guy like, are you not human, bro? Like, what's up? (laughs) Why did that not do anything? Why didn't it do anything? But, nah, he's – He's great, honestly. Just be able to bend the way he, you know, can bend at his size is is, is ridiculous. Who else on the D line have you had to really go against in practice? Um, it just depends. I mean, depends on the uh, the period that we're in. Uh, you know, we can do a lot of one one on ones. You know, I've gone gone against Vinny, uh, going against Noah. Carl, it's not a defensive end that we have on a team that I haven't gone against. You know, it just depends on, you know, the flow of practice and how we're doing and things. If it's, you know, one versus ones or one versus twos or stuff like that. So, you know. 
I've gone against everybody. That's awesome. All right. Well, we have one more segment coming up. Still a little bit of time for you to get some of those last-minute questions in for Donovan Smith. Use that hashtag BucksRadio on Twitter. The more section of the Bucks app or give us a call. Hillsboro 813-990-4620. Pinellas 727-461-4620. And toll-free 888-546-4620. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Bucks team reporter, Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. Here we are again on a Monday afternoon from Hooters with a different Buccaneers player every Monday from 5 to 6. Make sure you come on out, say hey to them. We've got some awesome photos and autographs that have happened. And, of course, we've had Donovan Smith here with us tonight. It's been awesome, as always. Uh, our final segment here. So I wanted to – first of all, we got turkey time with the O-line tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, is, for people who don't know, tell them a little bit about what turkey time is. Turkey time with the O-line, basically the whole offensive line puts together – you know, a pool of money, and we uh, donate Thanksgiving meals to, was it, a thousand families um, out here in the Tampa Bay area. So, you know, just our way to give back and, you know, year of giving and, you know, do what we got to do. So, And is, is this part of anything where you make the, the rookie O-linemen do anything different? <laughs> they got to do all the work. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> you got to listen, picking up 12 pound frozen turkeys, 15 pound frozen turkeys, and over and a over and thousand over. A thousand, them, yeah. That starts to catch up on you. <laughs> you on go, your day off, too. Exactly. Day off to have to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning just to <laughs> go to practice and stuff the next day. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's for a good cause, and, you know, we've been doing it for years now. So That's awesome. Uh, it this is, is my fourth. So. Yeah, your fourth year. It is definitely one of the, the better events. Uh, so how much do you guys uh, give the rookies grief and make them do stuff? Not much. Actually, we'd be talking about it now. Like, um, you know, just depending on the, the locker room you're in and stuff like that and the guys you have and their personalities depends on how bad a rookie may have it. So, you know, um, they got it pretty good this year, at least in our room. So Kappa is pretty much Kappa, Booze, and Ruben. They they uh, they get it pretty easy. How, how about you when you were a rookie? I had to do a lot, you know. See, that's always this Wawa is what I feel visits. Like I, I had coffee and all this other stuff, and we had to go pick up this. It was like your own personal assistant almost. <laughs> I, I feel like every guy says he had it terrible and now the rookies under him have it great. It is not physically possible for this to be true of everybody. I, so I feel absolutely. Like absolutely. Because, like, you got to think about it. Okay, who's the older guys in the room? DeMar Dotson, year 10. He doesn't talk. He <laughs> doesn't true. have any needs. Then any you, got, needs. you got Ryan Jensen. You know, he you know he makes some guys bring them coffee every now and again. Then you got me and Allie who – we kind of just, like, let you be who you be, and it is what it is kind of deal. But, you know, I, I, I try to, you know, <laughs> give them a hard time and stuff like that and mess with them. But, you know, they got it easy. They got it easy, <laughs> of course, because you're just so nice like that. All right, we got a question here. Uh, which defensive move do you hate the most as an offensive lineman? And the options they gave were spin, bull rush, or the swim move. But you can also add if there's a different one that you hate. Spin, bull <laughs> It depends on the situation. <laughs> um Honestly, I think the hardest uh, would be, and if the, you have to be really good at it, is a spin move because you have to set it up and then you have to be able to complete it. 
And then if you're able to, then, you know, it messes the offensive lineman up because of where he's aiming, his aiming points, and throwing his hands and stuff like that. So, like, you know, that's why you see a lot of times if someone gets beat with a spin move, you're – it's all about intersection points. So if a guy is running at you, you like, okay, I got to throw my hands here because this is where he's going to be at this time. But if he times it up perfectly, you're punching that way while he's spinning back this way. And it's like, oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're in trouble. You feel me? So. That's funny. Do you feel like you've gotten better at anticipating that kind of stuff over the course yeah, of your career? Yeah, as, as the years go on, you just, you start to see the game slows down tremendously and you start to see things a little better and, reading defensive, you know, guys, how they <laughs> lean and stuff like that. And you better have a plan when you go up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you feel like you've changed as a player and as a person since coming into the league now that you're – I mean, you're considered a vet now, which is kind of crazy. I am definitely considered a vet. Yeah. Sheesh. Isn't that nuts? Oh, man. Don't make me sound so old. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's – like I said, it's just experience and being able to just go through. You just see things and you put it in your <laughs> your, your your memory box, and then you know what to look for. And then you just honestly, it's all about you playing under control. I also, do what you got to do. I liked when you said coffee. I felt like that was one of the first times I've really heard like a strong New York accent. Oh God! And uh, how much are you a typical <laughs> New Yorker? How would you? How much would you say you're? What do you consider? That's a typical well. That's New a question Yorker. for you as the New Yorker here. I, I mean, what do you consider your typical? I love deli sandwiches. <laughs> I lo- like a, a good bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning is good. And my, like, uh, I don't even know what you consider your typical New Yorker. You feel me? My gyros. I love my gyros. My gyros. <laughs> Seriously, from the pizza parlor? That's pretty great. I enjoy that. Uh, Okay, how about where do you rank on the team in terms of swag or style? I have no swag, no style. What? I don't. I don't. I don't believe you. I do. Yeah, I was like, I have the cheap cheap swag. (laughs) I'm not hitting all that Gucci and all that. I got a nice pair of Jordans, jeans, and a T-shirt. T-shirt, jeans, and sneakers. That's me. You're rocking uh, some some jewelry right now, so I feel like I don't believe you that it's only this little cheap swag you have I mean, here. I have a yeah, I have a nice little piece I bought myself, you know, my my number, <laughs> a couple of diamonds on it. That's pretty amazing. Uh, all right, so for you, this game, one thing that you want to see the offensive line uh, accomplish, real quick here, thirty seconds. Oh man, no sacks, 125 yards rushing. Um, yeah, a lot of touchdowns. Lots of <laughs> touchdowns. I love it. That's going to be awesome. Well, we hope everyone comes out to Ram and James Stadium this Sunday for that matchup. Thanks so much for joining us, Donovan. Thanks to all of you for being with us here every Monday, 5 to 6 p.m. We'll have more next week from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access has been brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks, your friend on the digital frontier. Join us again next Monday live from Hooters on Hillsborough Avenue. Hooters, the original wing joint, celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. This is 620 WDAE St. Petersburg and 95.3 FM, home of the best Bucks coverage.